Check one, check two. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Another episode. Uh, but I don't know though. Wait, whoops. Go ahead. Did you put out the last episode? Now I'm gonna do it today. That that's. He said I'm gonna do it today. You're that's, a little behind on your duties, ain't you? No, that's what I was looking at. I was like, oh wait, this episode. I was. That's why I was just looking at. It. I'm like, wait a minute. Why do I have two drafts here? No, this one should have already That's gone out. so funny. My bad. No, I'm going to put it out. To, I'm trying to switch up the days because of your other podcast. I don't want to put it out on the same day. Well, I just have mine out on Monday. So yeah, if I'm you a... go any other day, Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, I don't mind cross-promotion. I like your podcast. You want to tell? Well, all right. So this is Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know. We're here with Mr. Phil Hunt. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to one of the uh, the best and funniest worst advice podcasts Um on the internet, all right? We are not professionals by any means. We got some education, but we are not professionals. If you want professional advice, go pay you a copay if you have insurance and go see a professional. But we are just... Or you can tell them you suicidal. They'll give it to you for free. Yeah? Like, this is a commercial on... It comes on... What is the t- channel? You tell me. New York One or TV One? TV One. Well, there's, there's, there's New York One and TV One. I'm saying, here, look at the plays. So, you know, this is this week and then I... Yeah, yeah. So... All right, so we'll we'll talk about Phil's other side project. So, New York One, TV One, what is it called? There's TV One and there's New York One. So, this is a commercial that comes on every morning. I think it's New York One. Here in New York. Is it a news station? Yes. All right, then that's New York One. TV One is... TV One is back when I lived in South Georgia. No, TV One actually here is a black station. That's why I was confused. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like BET competition. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So it's New York One. York One. Yeah. New York One, every morning, you know, my girl listens to the news type shit. I was trying to get... What are you really doing with my phone? I'm trying to look at your nudes. I'm not trying to look at your nudes. I just want to see the, your, like, your other podcast. What are you doing? I was showing you the Yeah, the screen went black. Take your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, no, every morning there's a commercial that the guy, which I think these are clearly actors, the guy goes, yeah, man, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm not suicidal. You know, I didn't want to die. I just didn't want to live. Mm-hmm. And you go... Motherfucker, then you want to die. Like, what is the... Like, this is what you get for, you know, SAG or whatever of, like... <laughs> you're an actor. Because mm-hmm. anyone that's actually suicidal would go, no, I, I wanted to die. And yeah. I didn't want to live. You all here talking some high art Shakespeare type shit. Well, I, I can't say that I didn't want to live. Didn't want to die. I can't say that I wanted to die. I just knew I didn't want to live. That it's like there's no other option. Then you wanted to die. <laughs> you wanted to die. If you don't want to live, you wanted to die. So before I forget, we get too far down the rabbit hole. Phil has another podcast called Tough Talk, co-hosted by Ibrahim Khalif. It's a very good podcast talking about his fights, right? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. But we have you know sex workers on, aka OnlyFans, webcam girls, different yeah. people, some from the underworld. I like to say, you know. And uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a dope listen. So check that out if y'all want. Yeah, to, go if y'all fans of this podcast. Like, share, subscribe. There's a lot of tough talk there. Two very uh, strongly opinionated individuals. Um, I am not a strongly opinionated person. I'm kind of opinionated, but I'm not strong as Ibrahim and Phil. So please go 
check out that podcast and you'll hear a different side of Phil that you hear here. You're going to hear a lot more long story shorts on there. I mean, and, and rate, review, yeah, guess and algorithm. share this podcast, yeah. you know, if you like it, you know. That's one thing people are afraid now to say what they enjoy. Like, even me, I'd be like, you know, dudes will constantly be online like, porn is free. Who is spending money on OnlyFans? And I'm like, nigga, me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, I ain't spending $300 a month for nothing yeah. crazy. But, uh, you know, if you wait to cover charge, I'll come up <laughs> in there and throw $10 at a girl real quick. Yeah, I'm not with it. There was one girl I saw on Instagram, and she, you know, I look at her, and I can tell she has an OnlyFans. I can usually tell by looking at her pictures, mm-hmm. oh, she got an OnlyFans. And sure enough, there's a link tree. You click the link tree, and there's her OnlyFans. I went to the page. She wants $20 a month to see some pictures of her that I can just see on Instagram and use my imagination for the rest. My imagination is free. I'm not paying $20. <laughs> I can imagine she's got big old disc-sized, pancake-sized nipples. I don't need to pay $20. Some them areolas. There you go. What I, them areolas do. What I, is the diameter? You know, because women like to be size queens. You know mm-hmm. what we're talking about? Yeah, size big two. Size three. It's not their fault. No, size two, size. three, four, five, six. No, 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 no. No? Size queens refers to like dick size. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I think that's a huge thing in like the gay world, but you know, gay world, black women and gay men are almost synonymous, meaning like, you know. Phil, is that the, really the gay, your thing? The gay men are is that imitating really your thing? The Do black you mean to tell me people that maybe people aren't getting that much penis in their life or actually critique like, oh, I can't have anything that's less than five inches? That people yeah, really. Yeah, have it right on their profile picture. Oh, my God. And it'll be right there next to, in their dating profile, it'll be right under, nobody shaming, I'm a big girl. I'm a size queen. So it's like. If you got a small dick, then don't even swipe right on me. You go, wait, 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 wait. nobody shaming. I see. So you a big girl. If you can't handle all this woman, then. But if you got a little dick, don't even holler at me. You know, I I I, I did I didn't want to die, but I knew I didn't want to live. Hilarious. So it's like when you go to Great Adventure or, or like Disneyland, and you want to get on a ride, and you know, yeah, they gotta be this long to get but on. But you gotta know it's bullshit. And I, I mean, think that's silly. She don't know till you pull it out anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's all about it's all about your swag. Exactly. And all about your confidence. It's the motion in the ocean, Phil. It's not in the back. Even the motion in the ocean is about your swag or whatever, because she don't know until she see it. And the craziest. By then, it's too late. The craziest thing I ever heard was I remember watching uh, regarding penis. Uh, pause. I remember watching this episode of Jerry Springer, and this girl legitimately broke up with a guy because she said she was complaining about all these things he was doing. Then she's like, "And your penis is too big. It's just too much. I can't handle all of that." She was on TV, yeah. and he's sitting there like, "I've heard I, him I don't, say that. It's just too big. You hurt me sometimes." And there was a lady, <laughs> you know, in Springer, they take questions. So there's a lady in the audience. She stood up. She's like, "Uh." You know, it was a sister. She's like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry that y'all broke up, but uh, since you're single, I mean, I ain't going to complain about a couple Take extra my inches. Take my number. <laughs> I want to find out, do it hurt? Like, you know, but just, I can't well, imagine people. That, that's Beyonce, right? It's too big. It's hilarious. too wide. It won't fit. And she was talking about the ego, obviously. Her yeah. and Kanye. Yeah. I, you I, got I, a big ego. What a, that's the perfect song for Kanye to be on. Yeah, I can't imagine people. That's actually a, a problem where people. But are they become like uh, they become like Goldilocks. You know, it's, yeah. it's too big. It's too small. This is perfect. Right. So yeah. So you you uh moving on though. You had a really good week. You did a roast battle at the stands. You you were speaking of uh, Kim. You were Kanye. 
Yeah, I was masked Kanye. Yeah, for Halloween. He made himself real easy to be. I wasn't getting that fucked up haircut he got, though. <laughs> yeah, no, he Phil actually showed up. I went and Phil showed up with a ski mask. I mean... Well, I mean, it wasn't exactly a ski mask. It was, what was like that? a stocking cap over the face type deal, which if you've been watching Kanye release Donda... You know the album. Then you know that he's been wearing ski mask and been he's been covering his face with whatever he's covering his face with. It's marketing, which it was actually kind of fun because uh, it's all marketing. I talked to people with the mask on, and they were like, "It was bugging them out of like, who the fuck are you though?" Like people want to know who they're talking to. You wouldn't think that was so important, but it is. It's important to people of like, who am I speaking to? Though uh, he's weird. He does weird things just for attention. Remember, he's walking on the, the, the white man's mask or the per, Michael Myers mask per thing? se for attention. I think. I think fame. And here's the thing that I kind of picked up on when people when I had the mask on and people were like, "Who are you?" At a certain point, you go, "But does it matter?" Of like, be who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I think he was doing it for. Like, I'm tired of getting mobbed in public. I'm tired of whatever. Y'all be staring anyway at me. Y'all gonna take my picture anyway. Here's a mask. You don't know who I am. And that's what I think he was doing was trying to bring it back to pre-fame. Of like, and I think every artist struggles to get back to when they before they were famous. Well, so like, so hold on, let me listen. Yeah, equalizing of like. If I stand here as Kanye, which they just ran in the paper that I'm the richest black man, all of a sudden, you're not going to be who you are. You're going to be a caricature of who you actually are, right? Right. An exaggeration, or even, if not an exaggeration of who you are, then uh, you're going to under, what is that? Under, you're going to almost undermine your own brilliance. I understand that. but my- So now you're talking to me. You don't know who I am. You're just talking to me. And that's what I experienced I, in being Kanye. For I understand one day. that. No, I understand it. But my, my thing comes in when it's like you recorded a whole album at the football stadium and you went to games and wore a mask instead of just just being around people. That's odd, man. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like that's not normal behavior. And it makes me think he does it for attention. But he's never been a normal artist when 50 Cent was, you know, get rich or die trying, guns blazing. Who else was popular at the time? I mean, Jay, he's talking about dope dealing. Uh, who else? Cameron. All talking about dope dealing. This guy had a teddy bear on his album. Yeah, cover. Jesus Walks. Yeah. Ne- and, and, and it's rapping about Jesus walking, you know. So he's never been conventional. He's always been you know, a little left of center. So I think this is just more of him being left of center. And after y'all left him hanging and embarrassed him during the election by not voting for him, I would wear a fucking mask too. You didn't vote for Kanye? I didn't vote in general. Jesus Christ. But if I was going to vote, I would have voted for him. Why you didn't vote? You got, you got, uh, you've been arrested before? Nah, stop playing with my name, bro. Felonies. I've been arrested before. Felonies are the only thing that should keep you from voting. Because I realize it doesn't matter. No, I think man. Chris Rock had this brilliant saying a Don't, few years ago. Chris agree. Rock had this brilliant saying of no matter who's in office, Compton's Compton and Harlem's Hall or Bed-Stuy's Bed-Stuy of like, you know, if you're in poverty, you're in poverty. If you're rich, you're rich of like, I'm going to try to find in the next few years a line that I think matters. But here's my thing. I'm 35. I don't have any kids. So even if I like, okay, 
police brutality and mass incarceration is an issue for me. Neither side, Democrat nor Republican, addresses either of that. You can go back to Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, even recently when she ran the election of life. What did she say years ago? They, they got to bring them to heel. She wasn't even in office then. So the propaganda is being spreaded by both sides, you know. And, and on the Republican side, I feel like people at least recognize that they're harmful. People don't recognize the rhetoric and the propaganda of Democrats that Bill Clinton got us the most locked up. And our yeah. parents just yeah. kind of smiled through it of like, you know, he smokes weed and plays the saxophone. He and, and he got cheats on his wife. He he the first black president. And you go on a comic view level. That is funny. But on a real level of yeah. like, you look at your aunt and go, you got a master's degree. Is that a thing you should be saying and laughing at? All, you don't understand all the awful say, effects. I, I understand. I hear everything you're saying. All I'm saying is your vote matters. In my view, you got people who sat there, got dogs, lipsticked on them, fire hoses, mm-hmm. just for the right to vote. So I understand your position, but I also think you should be using your vote. Don't just be sitting out there not getting your voice heard. I know it sounds cliche to say it, but it's, I always vote every year. I always make sure that I get my vote because it's my effing vote. I could do what the so hell I want with it. you the box for Joe Biden? I did vote for Biden, although... You know his past stuff, but I'm like he wrote the pretty he much did, wrote he did. the '93 crime bill that got us what? all locked up. And, but That's why I don't was, like that. He's only been in office six six months, and you go, no, he's been in office your entire lifetime. Yeah, no, go he's, back he's and look a, up what he's voted. He for. has been a lifetime senator, but things. my my view, it's like he's the lesser of two evils, and oh like, god. But listen, no, no, but I'm. I oh, hate it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to vote for Trump, and it wasn't nobody else viable. Like people vote Lesser. for Ralph Nader, and I'm like, nah. I'm gonna vote for Biden. I'm gonna get three, three fourths of the things Lesser that I want. I want four evils, things. Right? Yeah. All right. So by your logic, I'm gonna ask you a question. You want to get hit in your nose or your mouth? Which one? I'll take mouth. See how you chose the answer. The correct answer is no. Neither. I don't want to get hit, but if neither. I gotta, you don't want to get hit in your nose. The correct answer is neither. I just, and that's where I'm at. I right mean, now. I don't want to get but hit. Hear me out. Oh, this is your okay. Hear me out. Well, you're right. Okay, I'm a ahead. little younger than you. Oh. I understand this may be a young man's okay, way not of by much, please. This may be a young man's way of rationalizing the bullshit that goes on in this country. But the correct answer is neither. But you see how trained to getting hit y'all are. I'll take the mouth. It should be neither. I disagree. I, I disagree. hear you. And, and here's what I'm saying. And here's where I agree with you. And I'm trying to get older and more mature into the place that you're in. Yeah. Because this is America. And you either have the left or the right. You either have the Democrats or the Republicans every year. There is no third party. Essentially, you're raising your you're wasting your vote. Mm-hmm. Police brutality, mass incarceration was a big issue for me that you go where only 13% of the population and you got 7% of the population locked up or on probation or whatever, you know, whatever Meek Mill is talking about. Or like, this is ridiculous. I'm a millionaire. I got to call another man to see if I can go to another state. This is crazy. I haven't been in trouble with the law since 19, but you've kept me Mm -hmm. here because this is a cycle Mm -hmm. and you're essentially just taking my money. Anyway... It's new slavery. Mm. Back to Kanye. New slaves. Go listen to that song. It's great song. Jesus great somewhere. song. Anyway. All I'm saying he is. Slays all this. But, but here's what I wanted to end with. I'm trying to find a place of like, all right, Phil, mass incarceration, 
the laws of police brutality, both sides will allow that to happen. So you might as well get down to the business of taxes, school systems, and all that little extra local stuff. But I don't have any kids. I don't be calling the cops. Mm-hmm. I don't use the fire department. So all, all I'm saying, brother, is my to me, voting is a way of me giving the middle finger to the politician that I don't like. Now, I don't agree with everything that Joe Biden has done, but his what he's got going on kind of aligns with more closely with what I'm looking for in this country than the other guy. I mean, he wrote the 93 crime bill. So he essentially him and Bill Clinton. Are and he has he has come out and said, yeah, he has crazy. come out and said he got it wrong. You know, you can say I got it wrong, but you you can't give those niggas that you like. No, you can't. No, you can't. But I take family. You you can't. But I take people that the prison because of this month. Hold on, I get a lot of people, and I get that, and I understand it. But I would say I would rather vote for him because what what he's saying right now is more close to line to what I believe than the other guy. And I'm like, if I'm the only way I can give a middle finger to a politician is by not voting for him. I will. Like Giuliani ran. I voted for other guy to give the middle well, figure to the illusion of choice that you go, this is an illusion of choice. If I say to you, hey, man, you want Coke or Pepsi? You really don't have a choice. That's the same drink. It's like, I want Yeah, no, I get it. But what, what was Kel Mitchell want on Keenan and Cam? I want orange soda. Yeah. Nah, you Coke I, or Pepsi. I just think you That's should not really a choice. I look at it That's as using ultimatum. I look at it as using my my vote to give the middle finger to the guy who I don't I like. You. I don't like child, what he's saying. So I, I understand of like even school before, bro. Systems. Even before I had a child, I was voting because I'm like I don't school like this guy. Fire nah, even judges. even before I had a kid, I would, you know when I would vote, it would just because I don't like this guy. I don't like what he's saying. I don't like what he you represents. Know, Kamala Harris, shouts out to the beautiful red bone. God bless. She's a beautiful ass woman. Yeah. Who has uh, you know, people a lot of people say she slept her way to the top. Listen, I know a lot yes. of women who slept their way to the bottom. <laughs> she started out with Mayor Willie Brown out in San Francisco. Shout Willie. Out oh Willie. Sweet Willie. Sweet you Willie. You know that's an old man getting a disability check. Willie Brown. Oh Willie Brown. <laughs> Which I think he was the mayor of San Francisco. She started out dating him as a young girl. So she'd been, you know, on the come up and all about her paces. She went to Howard, you know what it is? You know, HBCUs and whatnot. But all I'm saying is, Cop Mala, as the streets call her. Cop Mala, hilarious. She referred to herself on camera as, I'm the top cop. I'm yeah. not checking no box for nobody that refers that's to themselves that's, that's as the top cop. I understand as that. beautiful as she is, as bouncy as her hair is, as much as I like girls from Howard. Hey. That's a no for you, dog. That's Nigga, no. you got the top cop in the 93 crime bill going. <laughs> I'm not voting for that. Well, and mean, they had the board whipping the hate. I Haitians. honestly feel that time changes people and things. But we, it, we have to wait to see what the rest of the year is. But you should understand if, if you if you need time to, if you need time to humanize people, then you don't see them as humans. No, no, I think and, and, and mind you, I'm I'm 35 now, but when I was 20, I understood like, yo, you you locking people up for weed? 
No, it's it's wrong. And again, time changes people. That's all I'm saying. The, 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 and now you're selling no, weed? No, no, dude. The Joe Biden we have now is not the Joe Biden 93. Time have changed. It, but it is the Joe Biden. That's why he's whipping Haitians at the border. That's why your gas prices are 450 Bro, that would have happened if Trump was in office, too. I don't too, fuck with status like, quo Joe, bro. Status quo Joe. Um, if Trump was in office, Trump, where do I want to go with Trump? Let's see here. Trump became a scapegoat. America's America, and it's been America. People pretended like Trump invented racism. No, it's been around. He's giving them too much credit. If you think he's dumb, how did he invent systems so I, I think all Trump did was turn up the volume on racism by like two notches so a people could bit. be heard. I would agree with you there. Hey, he the racism the back. Hey, I hear you in the back. We don't want them in this country. Build the wall. Yeah. yeah. The volume's the wall. higher low. You should understand when Joe Biden's sitting there saying, if you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Joe Biden is essentially on the Breakfast Club. So, for those of you listening, go back and listen to the yeah, Breakfast to the clip. I if you haven't that. listened to the Breakfast Club clip of him telling Charlemagne, it, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Hold on. Me roll my hold, eyes. On. hold on. He's telling you, you don't have a choice. You really haven't had a choice since 1975 when the parties flipped. Because if you know anything, you know the Democrats used to be the Republicans. The Republicans yeah. used to be the Democrats. That we could even true. get off into Dixiecrats. Anyway, black people have basically given their vote to Democrats. And then you get laughed at if you vote Republican. But it's like, if you keep voting the same thing, do you even have a choice? And like I said... Do you want to get punched in the mouth or the nose of like, um, should, you listen, should recognize that's not a choice. Listen, folks, whatever you decide to do, make sure it's an informed decision. Please use your vote. I understand Phil doesn't, but if you do vote, make sure you research and I feel like align with the candidate who you feel like will best get your voice heard. They talking about defund the police. New I York, don't think that's going to work. New York done elected Eric Adams, a former policeman. Let's let, let's playing. get out. Let's get out of the political realm. Yes, Eric right, Adams is the new here. mayor of New York. Congratulations Shouts to him, you black mayor. But fuck you, but, cop. But also to reinforce what you said, your point earlier, it was you are right. In this instance, I was like Eric Adams or Curtis Sliwa. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was like, you got to go with the cop or the crazy guy who walks around trains, quote unquote, protecting people. And that's um, bullshit too, because you go Curtis Sliwa. What is that? Guardian, Guardian Angels. Angels yeah. You go let. Three black men come on the train all oh, dressed like talking the about we're protecting the train and the citizens. Man, people would haul you off the train they, so quick and call listen, you a gang. That's how the Bloods and the Crips started. It started right. off as community I know, uh, police. services. I know. Um, but I, let's get out of politics. We only got like another 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about this because I thought this was hilarious. If you've been watching the news, uh, any sports news, you all saw that Aaron Rodgers is under the social media slash media microscope for basically lying about being vaccinated. And he's in a whole hell of a lot of trouble. Um, first of all, with his health. Second, with the NFL. Uh, if you don't know, he went on uh, TV some months ago and they were asking his vaccination <laughs> status. And he went out and said, I am immunized fully. I understand. And he kind of went glossed over it and didn't really... I understand why some people don't want to do it, but I'm fully immunized. What he meant was... His doctor pumped him up full of drugs that would increase his white blood cell count, thereby to fight off any viruses. But he never actually took the COVID-19 vaccine. 
and got his doctor to write him a note to get himself maybe some kind of exemption. Hilarious. Like your mother wrote you a note during gym class? Bingo. So you didn't have to do pull-ups or the president's fitness test, uh, which is dumb, by the way. I don't know why they still do that. Listen, my son has asthma, and... (laughs) (laughs) He can still throw a ball. And and, and his daddy be arguing back. Don't write that boy no note. If the other kids climb the rope, he need to climb the rope, too. Yeah. Your mama be... Uh, I don't even. What is he climbing a rope for? I mean, what is he? Is he Batman? Is he Bruce Wayne? <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers is in hot water because now it's come out he caught COVID nineteen and his vaccination status came out that he was never vaccinated. So now I'm gonna point out something to you. Go ahead. I don't think you realize this. What did I? What did you I said? Miss? Let's get off politics. You don't think talking about the vaccine is politics? No, I think this we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. This is what's strange. It's become political. I would agree with you. It's not political. It's become political. Well, I'm more focused on the aspect that he pretty much lied about his vaccination. He didn't lie. It ain't your fault you didn't care about the lie when he told it to you. What did he do? He didn't lie when he told you. I have been immunized, which is funny because it gets off into, uh, remember Damon Wayne's characters in the early 90s on In yeah. Living Color? Mm-hmm. Was it, I think, Oswald Bates was the name of the character that was in prison with the little uh, Hotep hat yeah, on. Yeah, Oswald Bates. And he got Bates. off into the, you know, I have been immunized <laughs> because we have been victimized and now we objectified and we have been dehumanized but we shall not be uh, projected. Uh, if you excuse my uh, flatulence, your honor, I must, I See, must we have, have been mass incarcerated. <laughs> That's because we have been dominated and subjugated to the mm-hmm. objectification yeah, yeah, of the domination yeah. of the human nation of uh-huh. subjugation. Uh huh. Preach. Uh huh. <laughs> See, you so, you guys can't even keep up with my knowledge of the aftermath of my uh, essence of my greatness. You can't. See, we hypothesize yeah. and then we harmonize uh-huh. like bone thugs in harmony. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, bone thugs in essence of harmony. <laughs> and if you go to the symphony. Then you can see the uh, uh, Persephone. Yes, the desalination, uh, excuse me, demystification. See, the separation <laughs> of the obligation of the domination of the humanization. No, that's that was so funny. <laughs> so, see, you know what I mean? So, he didn't lie. He went, what was this guy? Oswald Bates on y'all, and you didn't catch that. But here's the thing, and here's why I think people get messed up at. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers plays in Green Bay. Yeah. Most of them want rednecks in Green Bay. I've been there. Jesus. I'm from Indianapolis. Right. Wisconsin ain't but two, three hours up the road. I did some shows out there. Shouts out to the casino out and wherever the hell I did it at. Somewhere in Wisconsin. Anyway. Oh, Dan Ryan and shit. All them rednecks going up from Chicago. Anyway, my point is... They agree with him about the vaccine that they're like, I'm not taking that. You see the police here in New York. Police are like, I ain't taking it, mm-hmm. which is hilarious because you go all summer. Y'all protested, you know, or basically resisted George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. If they had just complied, when well, now the state saying that you should take the shot, you ain't complying. Woo, look at that. The cops aren't complying. So I'm saying those people in Green Bay agree with him. They don't care nothing about the shot. 
go out there and throw the football. And here's my thing. People have been getting sick that had the shot. So what are we even talking about? I think they're more mad that he lied about it. It wasn't about he him. Didn't getting... But he didn't lie. He told you. I've been immunized. He didn't have said he was vaccinated. There are also reports that are coming out now that he's mad that his vaccination status is now public. And I'm like, eh, you're kind of... I don't know, Phil. Because even people that, went off on the Kyrie tangent. Is, well, but that's I know, what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 wait, wait. This is what I wanted to say. No, I was about to say that. I want you to say because I know I'm Go going. Ahead. You're going a different way with where Go I'm ahead. going. What I'm saying is for this. That's why I have more respect for Kyrie Irving. He didn't want to get vaccinated. We made fun of him for that, but I respect the fact that he was one. He was truthful. He said, "Look, I don't want to take it. It's not about the money. I don't care. I don't want to take it. You can't tell me what to put in my body." And people shitted on him, and all Here's these people, the all these people, hold on, all these people said everything about Kyrie, buried his ass under the bus. Here's this guy, Aaron Rodgers, State Farm spokesperson, guy selling all these things. Guy comes out and says, "I've been immunized," basically trying to take it, trying to take the people's attention off the fact he's not vaccinated. He says, "I'm immunized." What are people gonna think when you say you're immunized? Oh, that means he's been vaccinated. He's, I don't know why he's saying immunized. It's you odd. Know I'm stupid. Not you, but yeah, yeah I know people, you. I know because. You. When I hear that, I laugh because I well, go, "He just eyes wall baited you." Basically, you lying know, about you it. Tell a woman, you know, a woman goes, you know, you hollering at a chick, she cute or whatever at the bar. She goes, "Is she married?" And you go, "No." That don't mean it's you. That don't mean you ain't got somebody. Yeah. yeah. Now she go, "Who that woman you live with?" Three months into y'all relationship, and you go. Yeah, we was engaged, but she called it off because I've been talking to other chicks, and you, she's like, other chicks is me. And you go, well, you asked if I was married. I was honest. You didn't ask if I had any girlfriends. Truth by omission is a lie. Exactly. Truth by omission is a lie. You feel like that as a man? Because as a guy, I got to be like, nah, that's your fault for not asking. (laughs) But I come from (laughs) a long line of cheaters, ladies, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth by omission is a lot. That's all, all I'm saying is what I, I hope he gets the same kind of treatment that Kyrie got when Kyrie was like, I'm not taking it. At least I can respect Kyrie, but again, I'm not taking it. But here's the issue. What's the issue? This is why I don't like that people made this racial. Green Bay, you can play without the backs. The, the NFL, so different game. The NFL, NFL versus required. the NFL doesn't give a fuck, and it's not a requirement. Lamar Jackson is unvaccinated. You know, MVP, whatever, last year. Yeah. MVP candidate for this year. Lamar Jackson, the, the spectacular quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He's unvaccinated. And he he had to sit, I think, twice. He had COVID twice. Yeah. He tested positive for it twice. Mm-hmm. Which you even got to get off into the, the test work. The, the, the guy that made the test died. People don't realize that. That's how new this disease is. That's why I don't like any of the arguments against it. It's like, oh, you 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 ate Taco Bell, but you you now you care about what you put in your body. Yeah, because Taco Bell's not new. I've been eating it since '89. The fuck you mean? You know what's funny? When I did the show yesterday, um, actually, uh, I closed out the show at uh, the new LOL Laugh Lounge. One of your the lady I was, uh, we were talking before the show, one of your peoples from Indianapolis, I was, I started doing my joke about COVID, and she was mm-hmm. like, it's not real, it's just the flu, and I was like, but it killed me. This is a black lady or white? Yeah, a black lady. Interesting. She was like, it's not real. I said, but this, it killed like more people. Than this well, this thing is different. This thing is different from state to state. Yeah. New York, we got hit hard. 
We yeah. we all know it is population listen, density. Yeah. We all know it is very real. Yeah, a lot of apartments are for sale. Why do you think they are for sale mm-hmm. in New York? Mm-hmm. Those people died. That's why it's for sale. You know, we live on top of each other. We take the train, mm-hmm. mass transit. She's from Indiana. I went back to Indiana like a month or two ago. There is no mass transit up. Like you take the bus. And even then, you don't tell nobody you take the bus, and the buses barely connect. Of like, everybody there essentially has a car, somebody that has a car that'll take them there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so to her, it's not real. We know it's real. We got locked down for real. They never got locked down for nope. real. They, they were just living put their up best signs life. Yeah. that said, hey, be careful, maybe wear a mask. And even with the vaccination, I went home. My parents and stuff were like, I'm not taking it. My dad took it. He works for a company. He had to take it. Yeah, I had to take it. As He's well. got one shot. I talked to him the other day. My mom doesn't have either shot yet. And she told me she's a paralegal. She's like, yeah, this one lawyer wanted to hire me. He told me, get vaccinated and call me back. So you see what I'm saying? I'm like, but this is what I wanted to say about Aaron Rodgers versus Kyrie Irving. First off, NFL versus NBA, those are two different organizations. I agree. NFL, there are a lot of players who aren't vaccinated. Now, here's what the difference is. Where do you play? Kyrie plays in New York. You know Bill de Blasio pretty much laid down the law. Everyone who works in New York for the state must be vaccinated. And he wanted to essentially make an example out of the NFL, NBA, because they're, you know, who essentially the kids look up to and whoever else, you know, they, they influence the people. So he mandated that all people who work in the state and are state employees and technically I, some type yeah, of way, they he, are state employees. What happened, hold on, what happened was he said that any public place, any gathering, mm-hmm. any athletic event in order to participate or be there, you need to be vaccinated or have one dose. And that's mm-hmm. that's why Kyrie is not being allowed uh, to play. And in, so, in Wisconsin, if there's no Everyone mandate. is making Aaron Rodgers versus Kyrie into, you know, that's black versus white. It's oh, like, I didn't no, even think that. I just, that's Wisconsin versus New York that Bill de Blasio has well, mandated. The, the problem listen, is the NFL listen, mandated too. NFL mandated I wanted to too. make sure I said this. Yeah, yeah. They haven't mandated shit. I told you Lamar Jackson is not vaccinated, bro. It's, they, it's I thought they were requiring They players. aren't requiring a motherfucking thing. They don't care. They oh, would oh, like that you are vaccinated. Oh. But let's be real. When you are out there on the field, you, you risking concussion. You risking brain damage. What they call it? CTE. They don't get, the NFL don't give a fuck about you being vaccinated. They prefer you are, but if not, whatever. And mind you, if you're the 63rd guy on the roster, you better be vaccinated. If you're the quarterback making $25 million a year, mm-hmm. who cares? Yes, uh, there is so no NFL vaccine. There's no mandate. Aaron Rodgers, the NBA has been more strict about it. Everybody but essentially four players, Kyrie Irving, uh, my guy on uh, what they call him, Maga Porter Jr., but his name is Michael Porter Jr. Hilarious. Denver. Uh, Orlando Magic, uh, what is the kid name? Because he is always, he's all lives matter and all that Jonathan shit. Jonathan Bender. Not no, J- Jonathan, uh, not Bender. Uh, I would have thought of it. No, no, he's like a Christian. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the kid, the young boy down in Orlando. Yeah, he broke his leg. vaccinated. Essentially, but three players. The NBA wants it to be all. Bradley Beal for Washington is not. Here's the thing. 
Only in New York does it matter. The visiting player cannot be vaccinated. Bradley Bill just played in, I think, Brooklyn. No one cares. You have to be, if you're a home player for New York, vaccinated. So again, it's not racial. It's state to state. Bill de Blasio made it in New York City. My, my girl even, she just tracked whatever. She coaches track. She told me she went up to out, upstate. Those people aren't vaccinated. And it's like a joke in New York State, upstate of like, nah, I'm not of like, I live in Albany or I live in Buffalo. Mm. New York City is basically, um, you know, Jim Crow. It's the new oh. Jim Crow of you go to a bar. Hey, where's your card? You can't even come yeah, in. I don't get that. I don't get the card thing. I don't. So New York cars. and L.A. are um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're separate than everybody. And then New York, even more specific than L.A. at this point. But I think L.A. said it's coming. Of like, they set a date already. Of like January third. If you ain't, you ain't coming to no bars. You ain't going to no shows. You ain't going to no concerts. Jeez. You ain't going to no basketball, football games. And it just well, is what it is. Let's hope that next year all of this uh, changes because I don't agree with people being like forced to. It should be a choice, uh, but don't lie about it. Well, that's the thing. We're in the land of the free, but it's like it looked like y'all lying. And mm. God bless Kyrie. I'm sure he'll be traded soon. Yeah, he can play in Philly. He can play in. Wherever they send him, Houston, he can play. Yeah, he can't well, play in New York. We'll see. Fucking ridiculous. We'll mob. see what happens. I do think the Nets are going to make a move by the trade deadline because I don't think Kyrie's changing his stance. Nah, but, um, and like I said, KD and them are starting to look at him mm-hmm. sideways. They're like, bro, you invited us here. Yeah, you were the first one here. We came here because you're here. Harden and Ky- uh, KD are like, we want to win a championship. Yeah, where you at? What are you doing, bro? And Kyrie's one of the best to ever do it. I love Kyrie, but you go, damn, dog. Like, yeah. Only on the grounds of you invited them here. Yeah. Well, we're here, but I don't know, though. Thank y'all for listening. We're about to get to the advice time. Phil, where can they uh, keep up with you? What you're you going on? Up at? With me at, That's uh, a lie. Where can they keep Hunt. up with you? I, I am Phil Hunt on all uh, social media. That's. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pornhub, OnlyFans, all of it. Y'all Talk about it. Cuddle, cuddle buddies. All of it. What was that called? Slam what? Spank bang. What is that? Spank, you're on Spank bang? Come on, man. It's just porn site. Stop. Okay, I, don't, I, don't, I only go to Pornhub. I don't... This guy. I don't, it's free. Is that what happened? Which, by, you know, you know, the unemployment site crashed like two weeks into the pandemic. Yes, it did. Facebook and Instagram crashed a month ago. Pornhub don't never crash, baby. Always, it's got always you. up. Pause. Always got you. Always up. Hilarious. My name is Avery Mason. You can follow me, Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. We got advice time and Betty Wipe coming up. Net Betty Wipe. Uh, this podcast has been brought to you by whatever this drink Phil got us drinking. We drinking uh, Dulce Vida. Dulce Vida grapefruit. That's the particular flavor. Yeah, Tequila so. and grapefruit. It's a good drink. What I meant to say was Betty White and Advice Time You're coming advice up next. Time, but we don't know, though. Y'all you don't know. know. Y'all got to stay tuned. Don't drop. You're dropping this phone. Wow. You are. We've been drinking a little whatever. A little. You are. <laughs> you are. Listen, stay tuned. With, uh, advice Time, Betty White, coming up next. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. We're back, segment two, but I don't know, though. Avery Mason and Phil Hunt, welcome back. 
Uh, Phil wanted to... We, we had a great time on Halloween. Let me just say, we forgot to bring this up in the first segment. Phil did the roast battle, but there were some interesting things that happened when we were leaving, going to the next Halloween party. Why don't you catch us up a little bit, Phil, about uh, the lady and the dog? Now, you know, New York is just crazy at Halloween time because everybody feels in costume all year round. Mm-hmm. So you look at almost the person begging for change and go... Nah, is that real though? Like, you really need change? Are you really homeless? Or is that your costume? Because, of, you know, yeah, it's hard to tell. And crazy people, you know, they're just, ooh, booga, ooga, booga. And you're like, is that real or is that in costume? And even some of the cops, you're like, freeze. Is that real or are you in costume? You so, go. you go, this ticket looks real. And then you realize, oh shit, those handcuffs are real. I'm really in trouble. You, I thought you. It was Halloween, and you were just rolling with all of y'all dressed like cops. So yeah, it gets hard to tell in New York, and and, and the scene can get a little blurry. But I was a uh, bootleg Kanye. I can go to my Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and see those pictures. His tags kept falling off. I had to. Keep yeah, I was the mask Kanye, and I had to do a roast battle against another comedian that was playing Helen Keller. So. Kanye West versus Helen Keller. We had a lot of fun, but you know, she's blind or whatever, so I had a lot of jokes for her. And that's that's even online somewhere. I think Fight Club New York is the site or the handle for that. But whatever the case, it was fun because Avery just did dress up. But he's six or three, six four. What am I dressing I'm, I, No matter what I dress as, I scare people. I don't even have to put on a mask. <laughs> yeah, because even me, I was I, with the ski mask because Kanye was on Drink Champs the other day and he was like, yo, I had the ski mask on, I think in Denmark. He like, the, the cop pulled the gun on me and was like, freeze. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Kanye in America, but bro, once you get up. And even in America, some of them cops are like, freeze, motherfucker. No. no. But I love you, but we were supposed to talk about the lady chasing her dog. I don't know. Where no, we were about, talking about that. No, we were talking about costumes no, no, and whatever no, else. I, so <laughs> the thing about the lady chasing the dog so is that had nothing to do with Halloween. I started to say catch him up and you we started. We were talking about Halloween. No. Just, so, no, me and Avery, we did. We was at the stand, which is on like 17th in New York City, 17th uh, and Park, about so or so. And, and, and now nah, we were walking down the New York Comedy Club at what East Fourth and and whatever. Yeah. And this we I, saw I, this I, lady, I, this I, white I, lady, just have to chase her dog, and she wasn't in good shape, people. Okay. So it's so funny that the dog just broke free of like it was Juneteenth for dogs. Like mm-hmm. he he made a run for it. Like Massa, I got the dog. How bad of a white lady of an owner is she? Where your dog took off when he saw freedom and he she ran. She was very it. much a Karen, and she was a little chubby with the Karen. And You're lying. So she, she had to run. She wasn't chubby. She was a fat leap. I like mean, me. you know, I didn't want to take it there. She was a Dale's old weight. Okay, whatever. Hello. <laughs> what was it? She took off. His Hello leg. from the other side. Yo, she had on Uggs. The round side. Super Uggs, and she took them off to chase her dog barefoot in the street. We're watching this, and that dog was like, "I'm out," and she dog. was. Broke for it. She she tried to coax him back by kneeling down, saying, "No, no, come here." Well, no was costume like, or no nah, bringing him back. He was out. Of he here. was like, "Nah, I fall for this. I'm out." He ran, and she chased him and left her shoes. And there was a homeless guy there, and we started saying, "Hey, hey, hey, take her shoes, man! <laughs> <laughs> take her shoes." And we were like, "Yo, this is the reverse gentrification that the hood needs. Uh, take yeah. them shoes. Take them shoes. We earned it. Take those shoes. We, we, we on 14th and Park. She got money. She can replace them shoes. Can she yeah. replace the dog? 
Nah, Let me ask she, you, do you think she caught the dog? Probably not. Not the way she was we running. We stood there for about 10 minutes. She never came back. Nah, that dog went around the corner. It was like, I'm she out. She was there, though, and that dog was out of it. This is why that you That dog don't... jumped on the uh, four train <laughs> right there at Union Square. Took a transfer. That dog was out of there. <laughs> don't let your damn dog off the leash. That dog sees freedom. He's going to go dog instincts. Like, oh, you trying to get me to come back? Ah, right, peace. And it was just funny because at first... The dog ran to the street and came back when she kneeled down. But as soon as she got up, he was like, nah, you trying to get me. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. You ain't got the answer, Sway. I'm not going back. I'm out. And he ran for it. That dog said, my name is Kunta. Like, <laughs> I ain't never been Wesley or whatever you name me, lady. That dog was out of there. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, what was his name? Toby. Toby. I've never actually watched Roots, but I've been around comedy so long. I've seen so many comedians talk about like Toby Kunta. Yeah. That you almost it feels like you know him. I did see that. My mother made us watch uh, Roots when we were kids. It was a terrifying experience. Was that punishment or? Nah, she, she, my mother. She was no, cool my mother with was. My mother was. You know, you need to She's know about black. your yeah. You need to know about your history. So Funny critical thing was, race theory. She was into. Nah, it. that's not critical race theory. It was just like that's this just is real. this is the only black thing on TV. Watch it, because there was no black uh, Cosby show, and that was it. There was no other black show. So when Roots, it was all black cast mostly. Watch it. We watching it. And wait, because you're a little older than me. And not by <laughs> when, when it came out. It came out in like. Uh, I want to say the late 80s. See, I didn't see. 90s. I was born in 86. So yeah, no, like I no I'm old. Too. I remember watching it on Channel 7. Yeah, so I'm you old. were like 10, and, and Mama was like, you got to see that root, boy. She made us all. I'm, I was younger than that, but oh, geez. She made us all come and sit and watch it. I'll never okay. forget it. That's interesting. And then also she made us watch Oprah, too. So you got where's, where's your mom from? Where's She's from your, Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah. How long has she been over here? Since the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Okay, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. So she, essentially, she got her head you. <laughs> Pretty much. She got here in her, uh, she came here in her like her mid-20s. and That's she had an me, interesting like, thing because people don't really talk about it much. And you know, you know the Caribbean beef versus the African-American beef versus the Africans and you know, a lot of them come over here and become Africans because they're like, yo, screw the black, black Americans lazy. I, I, you know, I used to be a cabbie in New York pre-pandemic and yeah, it was a lot of racism that went on and it was black on black. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's that? weird. We're all, we're all immigrants in this country. We're trying to, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my thing is better than yours. Like, well, bro, we're all immigrants. But I'll say we're not immigrants of life. If you, your people were kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then there is a little bit of like you see that with them that you go, well, if you know this country was built on slavery and free labor of the blacks that got kidnapped and brought here, you made a choice to come here. Cool. Now don't oppose me and try to separate yourself from me. And that's what I seen them moving here to New York and being a cabbie of like you know there were guys from Ghana that was you know black Americans lazy. You go wait what? And that's why I always try to define myself as, you know, not so African, not so American. And it's like, I don't know. I'm stuck in the middle of both worlds because I don't know any African. Yeah, what's the name of that? Also, the white people from America that think they're from America, the patriots look at me and go, ah, screw you. And it's like, what's the name of that? What's the name of that actress who who did, uh, who played, is a movie called Monster. She pretended to be Eileen Wuornos. Um, Mm. 
She's South African. Uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I have to look it up. She is Monster. The name of the movie was Monster. Well, the we got our phones. The movie was Monster. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what. Yeah, we played it. It was. Oh God. All I know, all I know is like even like okay, so the beef amongst black people because the show BMF ah. from from your guy Fifty Cent that you work with on Power. Charlize Theron listening. Charlize Theron. She's South African. She, she played Eileen Wernos. Charlize Theron is South African, so technically she's South, she's African American. She was in Charlie's Angels, wasn't she? No, that was Cameron Diaz. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Charlize, Charlize Theron is a different white lady. But she's blonde, blonde yeah. here, right? Yeah, stop she's playing blonde. with me, boy. They'll, I just they all look alike. I get you. Hold on. But uh, she's technically African American, technically, and she's as African American as Trevor Noah's, except Trevor's got some black in him. But she's not. She's blonde haired and blue eyes. So she's a colonizer of African colonies. She was born in South Africa. That's fine, but her parents were colonized. Descendants, yes. yes. Let's be real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is my guy that uh, he was, uh, I think, uh, Dave Chappelle so called wait, him. Hold on. Dave Chappelle called him footless OJ, Oscar Pistorius. That, huh. you know, you may remember him. Poor little Tink Tink from Cat Williams' Foot, comedy special. Footless OJ. I Footless like OJ, Dave Chappelle called him because he, like, murdered his wife. Yeah, he did. He murdered it was a, I used to do a joke about it years ago. He murdered his wife on, like, St. Patrick's Day. It was weird. Anyway, he didn't have no feet, but he was one of them. He was white, yeah. but he was ran for South Africa. But those other colonizers, they came over there to take some. So you really... She's clearly very European when you look at her. God bless. She's beautiful. Beautiful white yeah. woman. But... She's a colonizer, and she ain't been no more South African. And it, oh wow, that is interesting. When I, I Google you. her, it says South African American. That you go, huh? that's not a thing. No, that's that's South not African. A thing. Jesus, uh, dash is that, American. Is but that you what go, doing? you're not an African American. To just distinguish between the fact she's South African, but she's not black. She's white. That's weird because they don't call Trevor Noah South African American. He's just South African. I don't know. Anyway, let's get into advice time. I don't want to. Yeah, I know we were now we, we, looking up tangents of Charlize Theron. Yeah, no, she's a great actress. Yeah. God bless. She sure the fuck ain't African American. No, she ain't, but she's South African. All right, y'all. So as I told y'all at the top of the show, we are not experts. Phil, are you a, a psychologist? No, no. Are you a therapist? Not at all. You ever took any classes for therapy or psychology? None of that. Do we have any business telling people what to do with their lives? Not at all. Okay. But we finna. We about to. We finna. Hey, but, it's your fault for listening. Yeah, but I don't know, though. You do what you want to do. You taking our advice, that's on you. Okay, we already told you what our credentials are. Phil, are you... Are you Now you an expert at uh, giving, uh, telling jokes? Expert. All right, so, yeah. You want to hear about jokes? Talk to me and him. We can tell you jokes about acting. But uh, advice? Hey. Advice about acting. If you got an audition or something, yeah. he's been on power. He been I can give you some tips. He's been on Luke Cage. He's been on a few things. But actual advice about real life things? Eh, Probably not. I don't know. But you do what you want to do anyway. Well, you grown. Give you that advice anyway. You grown, right? You like grown. Do what you want to do. Yeah. That's why y'all was listening to Derek Jackson. Jesus. Are you listening to a 30 year old relationship expert? 
Like people feel like Steve Harvey don't know, but you at least he's sixty. Yeah, he got how many marriages? How many divorces? He got but, a little. But you know, but who knows what not to do more than a motherfucker yeah, of who did the what not to do? It took him a couple of tries, but he finally got the yeah, right he one. He on his fifth one or whatever. Jeez. But and God bless, he one of the funniest comedians. But he at least know what not to do. But what can a thirty year old? He's half Steve Harvey's age. Tell you, you got to be stupid. A thirty-year-old relationship advice: sitting in his car with the check engine light on. Isn't the check engine light on? You listening to him? Listen to the mechanic, motherfucker. That's what you need. To Hilarious. Do. All anyway. right. So here's the first question, Phil: Am I a jerk for buying my wife a penis-shaped cake to celebrate our tenth <laughs> wedding anniversary? I, thirty-four-year-old male, was gearing up to celebrate my tenth anniversary with my wife, thirty-one female. I had an entire night planned out, like we were going to be trying lobster for the first time. Lobster for the first time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Where the conflict arises was with the cake. I had always wanted to do a penis-shaped cake since I thought it was funny, <laughs> but I didn't know how my wife would react. However, since it was our 10th anniversary, I figured she would be used to my crude sense of humor. I went ahead and got the cake a couple of days in advance and put it into our fridge. However, my wife snuck a peek and was not pleased. She got really mad at me and accused me of trying to ruin our special night. I thought that was ridiculous, but she's been mad at me ever since. Apparently, she spoke with her family about it, and they've been blowing up my phone ever since. They're mostly conservative Mormons. I still don't think I did anything wrong by trying to do something nice for her, but I realized I might be TA because I haven't offered to get another cake yet since the mood is kind of ruined. And what's all right, so women take anniversaries a lot more seriously than men do. Um, in my opinion, that's the thing women remember the first date, first kiss. Guys just remember, oh, yeah, how long, how many dates it was until she let me hit. That's what guys remember. Oh, yeah, you know, she talked two, three dates in, and your mother, you know, she let me get in there. Um, you know, women don't get men's sense of humor a lot of times. Like, a penis cake is funny, maybe for a bachelorette party, but for a husband and a wife, I, I don't know. I see what you were trying to do, and I think a penis cake is funny because then you got to eat it. Why don't you cut into it? Yeah, you eat the tip. I'll get the balls. It's weird. But maybe your wife doesn't share your sense of humor, and you might that's something you probably would have figured out earlier on. You probably knew that was going to happen, especially since you said her family is Mormons. Why the hell would you get a penis cake? And that's the key. They're Mormons. So and he knew that. And you knew she's a Mormon. Your sense of humor as a comic is a requirement for me of like, this girl got to have a sense of humor. I will test her sense of humor. Well, he's not a comic. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, as a comic for myself, speaking for myself. Yeah. Oh, oh yourself. Okay. Three messages in to a girl. Oh, I got you. We met on a date nap, Tinder, whatever the fuck. Three messages in. I'm testing your sense of humor because if you can't take a joke, then I don't need you on my team. I'm like, I'm a comic and I'm going to be one. I'm like, let's have fun. Let's laugh at ourselves. If we can't laugh at ourselves, then who who can we laugh at? Yeah. So, now mind this girl's parents are Mormons. The penis cake. You pull that out when they leave. Yeah. Like you, oh, your mom's gone. Your dad's gone. Here's penis cake. Here's the cake. And yeah. You better eat all of it. Yeah. And you better tell you. But actually, not don't eat it. 
and, and say all the shit you say to me when I pull mine out of. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I got to go to work in the morning. And Did you even wash it off? My jaw hurt. All that shit you say. It's say too, that. It's too much. Yeah, we having fun, but that's after the parents. What so am I supposed to do with you, all of that? You fucked up a life, bro. You can't pull a penis cake out in front of her parents. Absolutely not. No. Knowing that they're religious and yeah. expect her to devour it. In front of them. So, yeah, that's just fucked up. Homie. It should be two cakes. You have the penis cake that you have really? later when y'all in the bedroom, and you just have a regular cake. And that's the joke. With some candles. And that's between yeah. you and her. Y'all can laugh and giggle, but yeah, you know, her parents are there. Shit, I'm guessing y'all about around 40. Y'all talking about marriage. And no, they, they, they said the 30s. They're in the early 30s. Early yeah. 30s. Parents probably in their 60s. They're yeah, twice yeah. your age. Yeah. That's not funny to somebody that's. Mormon. Know your audience. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Know we, you know, guys take a long time to mature. Even in our 30s, we're still doing stuff we did when we were 25. I'm going, you brought her yeah. penis cake. She don't bring you pussy cake, do she? Nope. Women That's don't even play like that. Never happened. It's always like penis, penis gummy bears, penis straws. Yeah. Women don't play like penis that. They're not finna bring you no other pussy. Why is know. why is the penis treated in such a way? The penis should be on a pedestal, okay? Now, uh, why, why they why they why they why are they cheapening the penis? We talking flaccid penis cake or or erect penis cake? I don't think. <laughs> and then the, the the dick on a cake better not be bigger than yours, motherfucker. They got they got dick pops. I mean, God honestly, bless. They don't. People don't respect the penis. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a fact. They don't it's got like, no pussy. You're right. Ready? They don't got no pussy cakes. You're right about ain't that. No pussy cake ain't no pussy. Who would cake. eat a pussy cake? Not me. Hey, you said you don't eat it, but hey, you about to take a slice? Yeah, I'm about to dig in. I, yeah, I like strawberry. Real test of your manhood. How, how manly are you? How secure in your manhood are you? Why don't you dig you in? Eat a piece of the penis cake, cause I'm not. Uh, I will. Just eat shaft, I'll bro. just have water. Yeah, you want a slice? No, I'll just have water. Nah, just... I'm trying to work. I'm I mean, trying to cut back on my sugar. I'll just get a cupcake. Okay. I'm good, brother. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. bro, you messed up. You know that you don't pull that out in front of no. Like dummy. Young people Come on, dummy. Shit. Yeah. You went to Spencer's or whatever. That's we right. get it. Like, but you don't pull out the elbow panties in front of your mom. Not at all. They, no one's gonna eat that. Ugh. Now, Where have you, these been? Edible if panties. If your mom bring you the edible panties, you might want to say, hey, "Look, I'm trying to see if it run in the family." Oh God. Get on back here. You're gonna have daddy an advice question on here soon I'm daddy enough. Now. Okay, let's go. Next, next question here. You're going to love this one. I love some of these questions that we're, we're getting. I got, I'm got. i getting these questions off of dig.com in full disclosure. These are actual questions that people have asked, and Phil and I are taking our spin as comedians and people and just answering them. Next question. How should I talk to my children about the fact that I used to be a mercenary? <laughs> I have three daughters who live with me. My ex-wife told them what I used to do for work after I got out of the service before they were born. I was a mercenary. I was hired by a reputable security firm, and I never did anything illegal or morally wrong, but my daughters look at me differently now. How do I set this right? Why the hell would you tell them you did that? Just tell them you did security work. It's all about how you say things and, and phrase it. I don't think that's something you should be ashamed of, but at the same time, mercenary has negative connotations. Just tell your daughter... You did high-end security work for a firm. That's the coolest thing you can tell anybody. You go to school. What's your dad doing? You did high-end security work. What you mean? Macy's? No, 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 no. He carried a gun. He was securing oil fields. You tell him you were a mercenary? I mean, that's probably an outdated word anyway, no? 
Nah. Don't think so? Yeah, the cancel culture kids, they might have come up with some sort of... But nah, that was... Yeah, that was the word for us. It's like, who is your dad? Is he Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> My dad was in the military, and I ain't gonna hold you some of the shit he said he did. You like, he was a mercenary, and it's like, not exactly, but yeah. Nah, you tell anyway. telling me your dad, you were Jack Reacher, just walking around, just beating people up. I don't think that's something you need to worry about. You, you, you have to. Denzel. There you go. He's a man Whoa. on fire. Was Jason Bourne. There you go. <laughs> Jason Bourne. That's what you tell your kids. I was Jason they Bourne. They your social security number. There and, you go. And now you're just this guy. But go ahead. You ever seen the Bourne identity? Yeah, that's How what daddy did. The transporter. The transporter. What was the name? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Oh, what was the name? Taken. Taken. Okay, so transporter was dead. Yeah, Jason Statham. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I don't see a problem with your daughters knowing it. It just it's how do you sell it to them? You know, you gotta make yeah, them look. Yeah, I was you gotta tell your daughters like I did some foul shit. Yeah. You need I'm your daughters just, need to know you're dangerous, especially if they bring boys home. Hey, hey, be cool. My dad was a missionary. I would definitely want to know if I was dating them, but they should kind of get that like that vibe of like that ain't no joke. Yeah, because then the dad takes the boyfriend in the garage to talk so to her. It's a girl in comedy. I ain't going to yeah. say her name. Her dad was Mr. Tita. It's like... I know who you're talking that's about. Just a, that's just a chick that like... Yeah, yeah. Of like... I wouldn't fuck with her off of the strength of what he did on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying... He was you, part of the A-team. I'm not yeah. fucking with him. And, and, and he fought Rocky, bro. Yeah, like, you, come on. Clubber Lang? Clubber Lang? Lang? I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Lang's daughter? He killed Mick. He killed Mick. He killed Mick. Shouts out to Erica. I ain't gonna say her whole name, but I... I we all know who she is, she's yeah. She's cool. She's, she's cool. Cute. Yeah, and, but you go. I don't want problems with this. Bro, you would want your boyfriends to know that your father was a former mercenary because he take them into the garage and talk to him. You know, you know. Uh, I know I do accounting now, but you know what I used to do like, before. Uh, remember, uh, meet the parents. There you go. Exactly. Meet the parents. Ben Stiller. You know, he's taking into the garage. It's a lie detector chest. I think she told him her father was a florist. Yeah, and he was a CIA. You really get off in him. It's like, it's nah, like you got some interesting skills for a florist. Where did you learn to do CIA that? CIA agent, you just took three lie detector tests coming in here. Yeah. He's like, you know, you hold your belt. People do that when you lie. How you know that? Whoa, shit. You're not a florist, are you? Yeah, so, he, yeah he had skills. Had so the he, whole crib under surveillance. Just imagine if I was like, you want to see something cool? What? He takes a knife and throws it in the bowl. like, wow, how did you do that? That's a great aim right. for an accountant. Well, you know. Uh, I had so, a different set of skills. This is the guy or the girl asking about. This is this is the guy. Mercenary. The father. He's embarrassed because his daughters found out he's a mercenary and they look at him differently. I'm like, as oh, they wow. should. I mean, the kids should be a little respectfully fearful of their dad. Like when I tell you to do yeah. something, you do it. Otherwise, so I got can... daughters or sons. Daughters. I know there's a way that I can make you hurt I without touching my daughter. Yeah, yeah, I'm a mercenary and what? Tell that nigga that and bring him over here. Let me test this manhood real quick. Look me in the eye, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading you. I'm reading you and I detect Taliban. Uh, you 30% Taliban. What's up with that? Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to let you read the next one because I got to go hit this thing over, hit the head. But here's the next question. We're going to okay. move on. We can't help you, sir. You just It's not a bad thing that your daughters know you're a mercenary. Go ahead. Take yeah. it. How should I handle a coworker who thinks it's helpful to distract me from my work and calls herself my distraction buddy? I have a coworker who is a very nice person, if a bit socially clueless, 
we have an open plan office and are seated close to each other. Every time she sees me conferring with a colleague, she eagerly interjects in what she seems to believe is a friendly chat. For example, I was talking with a coworker about finding alternative solutions to offer a client, saying that we needed to have a plan B. Jane overheard and called out, not to mention plan C, D, E, and F. I'll take plan H, a vacation in Hawaii. She then stood up and did a luau style dance. Another time I was talking with a colleague about work and she came over and shoved her phone under my nose to ask me how old I thought a baby in a picture was. I said I didn't know and she insisted I guess. When I guessed a month, she told me I was wrong and sat down to show me more pictures, urging me to guess again. These kind of incidents happen at least five times a day. I have ADHD and this is kind of this kind of thing is really harmful to my productivity. I find it very challenging to get back on track after this kind of derailment. I've tried explaining that to Jane, but she told me that it's good practice for me to keep myself focused and will even introduce herself to others as my distraction buddy. What? I'm out of ideas for how to make this stop on my own, but I don't know how I can explain, possibly explain the problem to the, our manager. I'm already worried that I'm looking scatterbrained at colleagues because it's hard for me to refocus after the interruptions. Uh, yeah, go ahead and let you take this one first because I, I already read the question. I mean, <laughs> seems like she's just random fun, but if you don't have the brain for random fun, and mind you growing up, I was always in, you know, gifted and talented classes. So I was a little ahead of others. And I, and I will say that I even noticed, like, at a certain point, the teachers would be yelling at my friends, like, your homework, what's the question to number three? And then realizing they would kind of point at me and go, well, he was cutting up too. And the teacher would be like, but I didn't ask him. I asked you because he's making straight A's. Of like, some people had a brain where they can compartmentalize and especially women are better at it than men of like, you know, the old joke, a woman can, what did my ex say on Friday? She sell dope, do hair and babysit all out the same house. The feds <laughs> don't know when to kick in the door. <laughs> Typically, women are better at compartmentalizing. So mm -hmm. I, I feel a little bit of that. She never said if she was a woman or a man. Definitely the one girl that's interrupting her is a girl. But I don't know if the reader or the sender is a girl or a guy. But you would think women be a little be a better guy. at multitasking. Anyway, I said all that to say, if you that slow, just tell her, hey, you're, it's fun. Send me that after work. But during a Zoom meeting and you're texting me, all I see is whatever joke you just told. Now the manager or the whoever CEO is asking me something and I'm distracted because you just drew, I don't know, you blacked out their teeth in a picture. It could be something that simple, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm just staring at it and laughing. So I get her being distracted. You got to remember everybody don't work at the same speed as you. So sometimes you have to tell people, hey, hey. And we as comedians, we every now and then we have to tell somebody that, right? Yeah. You're talking to us too much. You're going... I'm going next. Hey, hey. Go over there and sit down, have a seat, have a drink. I'm over here. I'm going next. 
It's five minutes between me and this comment. Mm -hmm. I need to be focused. I'm focusing on my set. Mm -hmm. I need to go joke one, joke two, joke three. I need to go this joke goes like this. It goes like that. Even if I'm not saying it out loud, I need to say it in my head. Yeah. So I, I get you being distracted. You need to let that be known. And, then, and you don't have to be embarrassed about that being known. At times, you can tell the person. I know as a person... I can be overloading. I have so many tangents of life. I can't distract everybody with my tangents. I have two different minds about this because I can't tell if the person who asks this question is a man or a woman, but I'll, I'll address both. First of all, if it's a man or a woman, a lot of people have this thing where they have their work wives or work husbands. I thought it was a, a, a politically correct way of saying distraction, buddy. But that's basically what a work wife or work husband is, all okay. right? Um, you got to tell... Your work wife, hey, hey, I need some space. I need a divorce if you keep coming over here because you're going to get me fired and then I'm not going to be around anymore. But then also I'm looking at this question. I'm like, maybe this girl also has ADHD and she's undiagnosed. Have you tried offering her some of your medication? Hey, this worked for me. It might work for you too since she can't focus on one thing. And she but that's why I don't like the, even the label of ADHD. It's like if I'm driving mm -hmm. and a woman next to me takes out her tits. Mm -hmm. That's not ADHD. I like tits. Right. <laughs> uh, now I'm looking at her. That's where my tits And not the road, right. That doesn't have nothing to do with me, per se. Mm -hmm. That has to do with her taking out her tits. And that's why I'm saying that this person really needs to talk to this person and basically go, hey, screw the diagnosis, screw the medication. Yeah. I'm easily distracted. If you show me a picture of the manager, I don't know bent over from her Instagram. I'm no longer thinking about her uh, pie charts or whatever the fuck she's showing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like not even giving yourself credit for like, screw me being easily distracted. I should be distracted by that. Y'all, I mean, I just, you got to talk to the person. All seriousness, just, hey, leave me alone. Don't come over here and talk. Or just leave me alone during meetings. Can you send me that in the after hours? That yeah. shit is highly entertaining. Te text me. Don't, or you can just, you might sometimes, might just have to ignore Highly it. entertaining is highly unprofessional, I, and I'm very easily distracted. Less about you and more about me of, like, I can't focus while you're saying, hey, doesn't this guy look like, a, a member of the group of the bar he looked like a nigga from Shalimar and now I'm looking and I'm laughing in his face not because he is funny but because yeah you just said he looks like third member of Shalimar and I'm like damn he do look like that member of Shalimar I used to have a coworker when I worked at Enterprise that, he, that he was working he wouldn't talk to you he wouldn't even answer you people go over and say hey man what's going on how you doing over there he would just kind of look at them and Acknowledge nah. it and go right back to the screen. Nah, so what are you doing for lunch? You just looked, didn't say nothing. Went just with type, and it was just like I remember asking him about what do you, what do, you do that. He said, Look, I, when I tell people leave me alone, don't listen. So I just stop talking. They get the hint. Maybe try that too. Hilarious. Just don't say shit. <laughs> no, I'm I like his approach because yes, he's right. A lot of people, you know, they counter what you say. If you say stop, they keep going. If you say keep going, they stop. Of like. You know what? I just, I just stop. I don't say nothing. Don't engage. So you can don't try engage. try those things, see if they work. I mean, if she's really a work wife, she'll get the hint. 
and go away. Because obviously you tell her to leave only work. Just don't talk. Just let her talk and just maybe put some headphones on or turn up the volume on your radio at your desk while she's talking and look at her. What'd you say? Turn the volume up. Everything. And, and I huh? found you can even switch the thing because, you know, we as comics, we get people being overly negative. You can talk positive to them and mm-hmm. then see if they go away. And some people, they might like witches. You go, oh, you're being extremely negative. Hey, man. And I don't even like that because I think it's very like, you know, we're all negative at some points. But just saying there are some people that are extreme that you have to yeah. go. No, I enjoy what whoever's comedy special. Actually, I like this and this. What did you like? Yeah, and then little... you'll see either they'll shrink or they'll kind of get the energy of that person doesn't want to be neg—is it negative or doesn't want to be negative with me? I remember a particular situation when I was a kid and growing up in church. The church had a, a block party and everybody's having a good time eating hot dogs, burgers. This lady comes over mentally disturbed. She just starts yelling about something and then starts swinging at the pastor. Starts uh, just not hitting them hard. Just I don't know where her mind was at, but mm-hmm. she just started cursing at the people. So then they're trying to get her to leave, and all of a sudden, and they start saying the blood of Jesus. They start acting oh, like they're is. hitting her with the blood of Jesus. Do you know this lady screamed, mm-hmm. ran away from the pot, the blood of Jesus? She was like, ah! She ran down the block. I'm like, they I remain positive. She was looking for somebody to match the energy. Yes, for the her crazy wife yeah. to come out say, who this bitch? And start swinging. Why is she swinging on you? But everybody just kind of together in yeah. unison. Yeah, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. You're a heathen. Why are you even over? And here? she ran away, and I'm like, I can't believe that positivity. Mm-hmm. What? She's like, I don't want to be around this Or ignoring her, essentially going mm-hmm. back into their own channel. Like, ah, this is a stock channel. You know, the blood of Jesus, whatever. Get out of here, heathen. Mm. And yeah, you know. Well, but just... the pastor may have had something going on. But whatever. <laughs> I don't this so. church remains solid. And brother, we over here. You go over there and do that. So, on to the next thing. What else we got? Well, we got another question. This is another uh, yeah, good one. Tell that lady stop distracting. Yeah. Me. Or tell her you're easily distracted. Make it about you. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah, handle this. What you're doing is fine. It's highly entertaining, but not during the Zoom meeting. Maybe you, know, you, can see, you can send people like secret Zoom messages of like, just to you, not to everyone. Mm. And I've even seen people send shit they thought was to one person. But Went to everybody. To yeah, like, I see that. Y'all trying to link after this, and we see y'all sneaky link going down right there in the comments. Gotcha. Mm. This next question: Was my sister trying to mess with me by giving me? Wait, wait. Was my sister trying? It's alcohol. Uh, was my sister trying to mess with me by giving my daughter a dinosaur toy for her birthday? Okay. Is my sister trying to mess with me through my daughter's birthday gift? My sister, Ashley, and I have never been close. Growing up, our parents always pitted us against each other because they thought this dynamic of competition would help us become successful. Mm-hmm. It did not work, and our relationship has always been strained. The last straw was when my father left more money to me than to Ashley in his will. This seemed to really bother her, and we haven't talked much since he passed. Last weekend, my daughter, who is trans, turned seven. My sister knows that Isabella is a trans girl, but for her birthday, she sent a plush dinosaur. It seems to me that giving Isabella a birthday gift that 
isn't girly was a passive aggressive way of getting at me. So I asked Ashley about it. She claimed that she doesn't see dinosaurs as particularly gendered and that she herself liked dinosaurs as a child. I don't buy it. Dinosaurs are known to be a boy's interest. For what it's worth, Isabella seemed happy enough about the gift and thanked Ashley over the phone. But I can't tell if she was just being polite to her aunt. Am I overthinking this or am I right to be suspicious? Ma'am, you are overthinking it. I got two sisters, Phil. They argue all the time about really minute things. Every little thing is a trigger. And sometimes I'm looking at this like, why y'all even arguing? Well, she said this. You see how she said that? Men are more confrontational. So they Absolutely. Quick. They make fun of us and mock us because we fight. And it's like, y'all fought at the family reunion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that two to three minutes was the five to ten years. That's therapy. That your sister and your aunt share of life. Ma'am. Whatever tension y'all had about y'all baby's daddy that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe y'all were talking to the same guy. Men get out in that two to three minutes of fighting or tussling. Ma'am, I will say. around a little bit. That dinosaurs are not gendered, okay? There was a dinosaur in Toy Story boy, loved by boys and girls all over the world. Dinosaurs are not gendered. Anything you're feeling right now is a result of the relationship you had with your sister. Your sister could have gotten your your daughter uh, anything, and it, you would have looked at it like, well, what do you mean by that? Are you trying to get at me she by sending her, her this toy? Sister her sister's and, daughter, the niece. The sister, instead of just saying my kid likes it, whatever. She th- thought it was a shot. Took some sort of issue with it. That's it's, great. It's because of their, their past relationship is affecting Guided. anything they got going on in the future. So right. It could have been it didn't even have to be a, a dinosaur. It could have been a cowboy, a cowgirl. It would have been the same oh, what what are you same. what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say by giving her this? Yeah, like, they ain't saying. And that's you know, a lot of people unfortunately project. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening. Imagine these feelings onto your you think, kids. You think a seven-year-old cares about a toy? It's a dinosaur. Like the sister's just like they got me, or the kid is just like they got me something, the niece or whoever. They got me something, and yeah, you got to get back to that place of letting go of whatever y'all got. And if you be better for the niece and for the nephews, so, you know, you, you have be, to because it's going to ruin that relationship. Peace, but it yeah. is what it is. It's, you know, you're fucking up the young people barbecues yeah. and parties. Of mm-hmm. They're supposed to be cake, not penis cake, no. <laughs> but cake for the kids. And they're supposed to be, you know, some cupcakes and some candy. And, and that's it of life. Whatever beast we have as adults, let's put the Let it side. go. Yeah, y'all got some beef, you're trans, whatever. Like, Who cares? It's about the kids. The kids are just looking at dinosaurs and going, cool or not cool. Whatever you and your sister got going on has nothing to do with that dinosaur. It's got nothing to do... What did she say? The dinosaur was gendered? She said, the person writing the question says that she believes that dinosaurs are more of a boyish toy. That's oh. it's That's a very subjective thing to say. It, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't bit, you can't sit like, there and be like, oh, this is a boy show. You got to I told you, you girl, you got to get her girl. Thing. My niece loves everything. My it, nephew turned three and his whole thing, party, dinosaurs, cupcakes. Yeah, you know, kids at that age museum don't care. It's a toy. Dinosaurs. He yeah. had a birthday party, the museum, and was dinosaurs. So, yeah. But it's all kids stuff. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Why can't she play with a dinosaur? What's wrong with a dinosaur? Because for a boy, girls can't play with boys' toys. Like, like toys don't have a gender. 
I mean, except for those cooking toys. I feel like some of those cooking toys are supposed to be for boys and girls, but they make them all pink and everything for, like, girls. I mean, but... And, I mean, this is the thing of, like, how much does it mean to you? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, if you're not making it specific, it's just, like, one's blue, one's pink, whatever. Who cares? All the kids play with them, if you observe Pretty much. Kids Kids will play with any toy. Kids will just come over, look at it, pick it up, and play with it. Pretty much. They ain't got to wear it, none of that. Yeah, whatever issues you have with your sister, y'all need to sit sit down and and talk about them. Yeah. Be more mature for the kids. Seriously. Why she got him that dinosaur? You know, that's a boy toy. What you trying to say? I already told you. Like, hey, 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 hey. I just thought it was cute. It's a dinosaur. And and I picked it up on the way over here. I almost forgot about this stupid ass party and wasn't going to come anyway because you were hating ass bitch. But I said, let me stop off for the nephew or for the nieces. Right. So, yeah, y'all quit being... Y'all quit griping this uncle and auntie, auntie and uncle or whatever the fuck y'all are. Auntie versus auntie. Auntie versus auntie. Let the nephews and the nieces be in play, and I mean that's what our our aunties and uncles yeah, did. Of like whatever issues they had, leave them alone. Whoever snorted a little too much of the other person's coke was just like let them kids play. Hilarious. And I ain't hating on you because you like Prince over Michael. I like Michael. She's a little Prince. too. Somebody prefer Luther Vandross. It's okay. Let the kids. Play. A little too sensitive there, ma'am. Next question. How can I salvage my relationship with my neighbors after unnecessarily lying to them about my pet fish? Okay. I am single, live alone, and have been working from home throughout the COVID situation. The long-term isolation has really been hard. During the last year, I took up fish keeping, which has been really great for my mental health. In addition to the assortment of tanks in my actual apartment, uh, basically one in every room with different types of fish. I set up a balcony tub with floating plants and rosy red minnows. Last week, new neighbors moved into my building, and I guess they must have seen my balcony tub because they asked if I had fish on my balcony, and I truly am not sure why, but I impulsively lied. Like, no, of course, I don't have fish on the balcony. Ha, 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 ha. But the thing is, I do have fish on the balcony. Anyway, I have no idea why I lied other than like maybe the built up isolation of the last year and a half and some internal sense that keeping fish on your balcony was too much. And therefore, in order to not seem super weird to my new neighbors, I I should keep that under wraps. Um, but now I feel even more awkward and way weirder than if I had just been like, oh, yeah, those are my minnows. I lied about having fish on the balcony and clearly do have fish on the balcony. In the past, I've had good relationships with my neighbors. Is there any way I can salvage this truly awkward introduction? Um, yes, by not lying about fish. It's fish. It's not like you're, you know, you're kidnapping children and making them work for you as slaves. It's just fish. Why is why are you not telling them about the fish? What's wrong with you? Are you eating the fish? Are you frying the fish? Fried fish is good with some salt, pepper, some ketchup, maybe some mayonnaise. Maybe you do the halal fish. You shouldn't be lying about fish. Stop trying. Take effing responsibility for what you did. Stop trying to put it on COVID. You a liar, bro. You a liar. You lied about the fish and you're trying to say, well, maybe it's the isolation of COVID. No, you knew what you were doing. Did you? You just didn't want to be judged. You don't want them to say, yeah, because you're not supposed to have fish out there like that. It's dangerous. Oh, no, fish. Oh, no, not me. I don't, I don't, I don't put fish. 
That's crazy. Why would anyone put fish on it in a balcony? That's so stupid, isn't it? Yeah, it is stupid. <laughs> just tell me how fish, man up. What's wrong with you? Or woman up, whatever you are. It's just fish. They put them on the balcony? Yeah, balcony tank. That's so crazy. Like, I don't want my friends to see I have fish. I'm yeah. out here. I need these fish to see outdoors. They get cooped up and they get stir crazy. They need to see the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Who cares? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with people? I mean, yeah, blame man. it on COVID. But just don't have fish. I understand that you are holding them captive. I understand that you are basically playing the role of are the they, oppressor. Are they really captive? Are they? Because they're free in they the tank. They are, but yeah. But they're swimming on. around. They're not in... in you That's know, like saying we're free in America. Like, But are we? So, yeah, they're captive in the tank. Yeah, if you feel that guilty about it, that you got to put them on the porch. Because, yeah, my neighbors would have been grilled them. <laughs> And that's what I'm telling you about shit. Goldfish can get grilled too. So, yeah, you got to be smart enough to, yeah. If you're going to have them, you have to deal with that. It's weird. The fact that you are the oppressor and that you are holding them hostage. Do you you think fish look out the tank like and see the outside like, yo, look at freedom? Not really, but... I mean... Maybe when you take them by the ocean. Yeah, actually, I think they do somewhat of like... Yeah, they definitely know they're captive. I think they're that smart. They say eating fish make your brain smarter either. So. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, stop lying, please. Because if you lie about a fish tank, what won't you lie about? All right. Mm. Man, uh, hey, yeah, it's my fish. And? That's <laughs> yeah, all you got to say. Weird. And? So you're hiding fish because you think you need to get friends who aren't that hungry. Of like, are they, is their stomachs growling? Mm-hmm. That you think they come over and they, they're gonna eat my fish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just an odd. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they do like what my son does. Sometimes my son, when he sees me eating something he wants, instead of asking for it, he'll just say how. He, what you got there, Daddy? French fries. <laughs> I like French fries. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> about to get another box. I like goldfish. Yeah, neighbor just called, I like goldfish. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I like minnows, I, too. Yeah, you? Maybe I don't know how greedy your friends are or how bad they are. <laughs> they just like, gosh, I the goldfish on the porch. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> I don't even know what to say there. That's an like, odd. That is the thing to be like lying. Why did you lie? Like, what did you think was going to happen? They were going to call ASPCA. Hey, they they got the fish out in the cold. You're going to come here and write them tickets. Like, you were going to go to the bathroom and they just turn your fishbowl upside down and go, gulp, oops. And then you come out of the bathroom, what happened to my fish? Mm, I don't know. And then, like, yeah, their stomach is just flat, like growling. You can hear the fish inside. Hilarious. Yeah, maybe you guys. <clears throat> some greedy ass friends, but it's not like you need new friends more than you need to be putting your fish tank on the porch. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> on to the next one. Well, we got some race. No, well, well let's let's get into Betty, Betty White. White. It's that time. We got a couple minutes left on this segment, so I want to break White it down. So cool. we're gonna do Betty White a little different today. The stories are gonna be a little bit shorter with a little less information because I feel like it's been getting a little too easy for Phil to figure these things out. So we're <sighs> I'm going to make it just a little bit harder. And the first story is coming to us out of Ohio, okay? Woman in stolen car follows cop for miles to... What is that noise? Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody outside, like... I heard... I thought it was some kid. I'm like, why is that kid making that noise? It's a goldfish. 
A woman in a stolen car. Wait, wait. A woman in a stolen driver's education car followed a police officer for 11 miles to a parking lot in Hamilton, Ohio. She was pulled over after committing several traffic violations, police said. And the crazy thing is, they blocked out her face. Okay, this she this followed the police for eleven That's miles. Funny. For eleven miles, so I already know what great she is. What say you? I know, I know what she's not. <laughs> she certainly ain't the one of us. Couldn't have been mm-hmm. us. Couldn't, Couldn't not, have been no, no way, vehicles. not at all. You are you correct. Followed the police. To see, she said, to see where he was going. We get followed. We don't follow the police. Yeah, and she was in a Fuck stolen the driver's. Follow the police for a reason, and in a stolen car. Mm-hmm. But I certainly know too that she is on drugs. Cause uh, yeah, ain't nobody sober or sane doing no shit like that. Mm-mm. And like I said, the darker you are. Probably the less likely you are to do some shit like that. So that's definitely a Karen. Yeah, that's definitely correct. Yeah. White. I'm going to definitely say you are correct. Correct. I didn't see the picture, but I already know What's based the on information. Where are there was no name, but based on what happened, it's definitely a white woman. There's no. Hey, by the way, where are they going? This car's stolen. Don't worry about it. They're up to something. You sure that's a cop? Let's follow them. Let's see where they go. <laughs> um, next one. Crook fills out job application before. Robbing ice cream shop. Okay. Crook fills out job application before robbing ice cream shop. And this this is another short one. Fills out an application before. Go ahead. All right. So police say that bungling thief blank blank 34 filled out an employment application about one hour before holding up a Brahms ice cream shop in Oklahoma City. Mm. What do you think? Well, we already know based on Oklahoma City that unless he is one of the Thunder, couldn't have been us. Unless he's part of the basketball team in Oklahoma mm-hmm. or the college football team, couldn't have been us. Couldn't mm. have been no Nephews. Now here's we the... in Oklahoma City filled out an application before and then held them up that it's just like, bruh, you didn't realize you just put your whole name and life description on this piece of paper or even online. I don't even know because I don't think they do pieces of paper no more. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Betty. Oh no, nah, nah, not Betty White. I don't know. There's no name, but I think that's one of us, brother. It's a lot of Hispanic. She does look Hispanic, but wasn't a white person, man. Sorry, she's Hispanic. What's her name? Does it say? Does not say her name. We just gotta go pictures. She's Hispanic, so she was neither black nor white. She was in the middle, right in the middle. And she filled out an application to work there. And then robbed the spot. Okay. Interesting. Here's a good one. Uh, A woman, I'm not going to read the headline because it might be a giveaway. A woman allegedly called in two bomb threats at a company in order to spend more time with her boyfriend. Two bomb threats. Oh, she wanted the day off. Hilarious. Continue. That's all there is to it. These these stories are just one word story. I'm just giving you the bare minimum. And you have to kind of Call figure out a bomb threat to get the day off essentially. Spend, spend more time, more time with her boyfriend. boyfriend. Well, this is definitely a woman who's uh, clingy, as we like to say. That's definitely about right. Yeah, very clingy. Definitely a clinger beyond race. Beyond, yeah. Bomb threat. Hmm. I feel like black women, they're not finna, they might do that, but not on their phone. And black women like when you go to work. They know you come home with some money. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they'll complain about it. Oh, you leave, but they'll go, ah, oh, yeah, he do got to make some money because I need some Got to pay this money. Mm-hmm. My nails are raggedy. My kids need school clothes. So, yeah, black woman going to let you go to work. It's definitely a white woman or other. I got her. That's her. Called it a bump to spend more time with her boyfriend, which... Right. Now, black women might follow your ass to work. And say, mm-hmm. Hold on. Make sure you're going there. You, you, you're going to work a little too much. But, yeah, that's a white woman. She wants you to be home. Oof. Not understanding you ain't making no money as long as you're home. So. Oh, this one's a dumb one Call here. In a bomb threat. God bless. What is her name? Where is she from? It doesn't give her name or where she's from, but based on information... She's we determined that she was white. She looked like she was about from Nebraska. Did you just say homely? Homely. H-O-M-E-L. So that's a nice way of saying she's homely. she's uh she's booty ugly. Pleasantly plump. She's wrong with that. Plum. 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 I, I see what's going on there. Like she can Hard make cast. some good uh some good uh what do white women be making? What's the casserole? Mac and cheese with she raisins like in cheese. it. She like she makes some good. Flavorless casserole for you Did, and tell you, go on, stay home. If you had some flavoring in your food, some seasoning, like them black women be doing, you you might not have had to ask them to stay it, home. You go, sorry, I ate that macaroni and cheese and I'm just going to lay down real quick. <laughs> Did I tell you I saw on Instagram that somebody was talking about how their boyfriend challenged him to make the world's best mac and cheese mm-hmm. and how she said she was good. She made the mac and cheese. And I was like, this looks good. It's got all cheesy looking. It's got like ricotta, all this good stuff in it. And then this, this bitch put raisins in it and stirred it up. Oh, Christ. And I was oh, like. That, that went viral. Yeah. A little bit of raisins? But I didn't even want to watch because I didn't want to watch nobody ruin mac and cheese like that. I'll fight somebody. Why are you putting raisins in mac and cheese? That's wrong. Morally. To philosophically. Go, to go viral. I don't even feel like nobody really do that. Who's going to eat that? That person just wanted to go viral and piss everybody off. And that's the beauty of living in America. People will waste food just to go viral while there's people in Africa like, they are wasting the food. Look, she put raisins in it. Who is going to eat that? God bless. Raisins? Yeah. (sighs) I'm getting sick just thinking about it. Yeah, it's a little angry. It's a little upsetting. Phil. Chicago bank robbery suspect filled out withdrawal slip. Gave teller ID. Then the story is a man was arrested after giving his ID to a bank teller while trying to rob a bank on Chicago's west side. Okay. That's all you need to know. Black, white. That's it. That's all I got here. Not giving you much more Chicago's than that. Chicago's west side, they make me say that's some of us. Could, yeah, that was some of us. Y'all was some black people. Definitely some nickels. Mm, no. Nope. Edna Flores Jr. Oh. Latino. They got some Latinos out in the Chicago. Why too. would why would you give the bank teller your ID and fill out a withdrawal slip to rob the bank? What did he do? Right on the back of the withdrawal slip? Give me all the money? He put his probably. Is that what he put for total? <laughs> all the money. Everything. Every last Hilarious. dollar. Yeah, these people, I always feel like that's a punk-ass way. Just pull your gun and say, everybody get on the fucking floor and give me all the motherfucking money. And that's the manly way. But if you go in there, I'm going to just slide a note to the teller. It's like, yeah, you was on cornball shit anyway. Dominate. Intimidate. I feel like, yeah, you handed them a note. That had your, you know, ID already of like, yeah, you on dumb shit. Come in the bank, 
and go right for what you want. Everybody get on the floor, money, jewelry, and then bags empty the safe. You mm-hmm. empty the registers, but don't come in on some half customer, half robber shit. So yeah, that's what I view that as. If you're gonna have one foot in and one foot out, don't be in. Be both feet in the streets or not, but don't be on some. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm a customer. Not only am I the client, I'm also the president. Hair club for men type <laughs> shit. Um, let's see. We got one more. All right, one more, and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Queen's woman nabbed in robbery. When she wore stolen watch to court. <laughs> Queen's woman mm-hmm. nabbed in robbery when she stole, when she wore stolen watch to court. And basically all the article says here is Queen, Queen's woman caught with stolen watch in court. That's all I got That's here. It. But yeah, no, these are, these are. I like when they longer story. You got to bring the longer story. You want, back. you want, you want full, you want the full story. You don't yeah, want just next time, but we, we already did this one. So it is what it is. But next yeah. Time, the story. I'll do the longer story. I'll try to shorten them. You need context. Yeah. yeah. But based on what I gave you, what can you, can you, what can you Queen's come up woman, with? woman, what? Nabbed in robbery when she wore stolen watch to court. She wore the watch. She stole the court. They saw it. And they were like, idiot. we've been looking for that. You're Ma'am, under arrest. This is one of the items reported stolen. Serial number is the face, as to say. <laughs> we know that it's the one that we've been looking for. That's hilarious. It's good police Some work. Some people just want to be caught. I mean, when you do stuff like that, it's like, if you're a criminal, keep it gangster. Let the warrant be out for your arrest. Yeah. So don't go to court. And if you go to court, don't go to court with Wearing the watch. The watch. <laughs> which is great. I'm sure she got that right on time due to this beautiful watch that I, she has. I say this all the time. Man. Criminals, please let the cops do work. And that would be even great. The- if the person reported stolen and said, hey, I said that watch 10, 15 minutes ahead so I would never be late. And then she shows up 15 minutes early of like, ma'am, <laughs> clearly her watch is 15 minutes ahead. Yeah. You didn't even know how to reset it. Yeah, please let the police do their work. Please stop making that job. Oh, give them work to do. Give them work don't, to do. Don't just don't fill out a deposit slip. Give them give your ID, ID and like, go to the car. Put a ski mask on. Come right back in <laughs> and try to rob the bank. They're like, bro, I have your ID. You, you never took it. You, you left it, it here so you could open an account. What are you really doing? Yeah. Anyway, yo, that's been Betty White. This has been dope, man. I like episodes like this where we've been drinking. We finished this whole bottle, which is different because we normally don't. Finish the bottles. Bottle, it is a small bottle. Shouts out to Dose Vida and the good people that make the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Dose Vida. Uh, but this, time. this been But I Don't Know, though. Uh, Avery Mason, Phil Hunt. Phil, really quick, where can they find you? At I am Phil Hunt on all social media. I got some dates coming up. I think on yeah, buddy. the 28th, I'm at the Comic Strip Live in okay. New York. That is uptown, and, and I'm at the Grizzly Pair downtown a few nights. Okay. You know, stay posted to my uh, social media. And also, you know, I'm at a... Where am I at? Fuck, I can't think of it right now. Go on his social media and follow follow I Am Phil Hunt to find out. I am Avery Mason official on Instagram. The Avery Mason. Keep up with him there. Got shows all over. Thank you very much for listening. Like, share, subscribe. And we will definitely be seeing you next week. But, you know, I I don't know, though. Do what you want to do. We don't know. And we don't care, though. (laughs) Decide for yourselves. We'll see y'all next week. Yep.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? Xavier Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though. Y'all enjoying the show? I'm glad. Phil and I are going to try a few new things coming up in the next episode. Phil thinks that you guys want to hear two hours of But I Don't Know, though. And I feel like one hour is just enough time when you're driving in the car. So we're going to play around with a long-form But I Don't Know, Though episode and give you guys two episodes in one. What do you think about that? And also, because I want to put it on record, if we can get But I Don't Know, Though, the podcast to 150 subscribers... Well, I'm going to give one of our lucky listeners a Nintendo Switch. And not just any Nintendo Switch. It's a Nintendo Switch that I used to own. That's right. I bought it. I played it for probably three weeks. And that was it. It's been sitting inside a protective case with a you know, screen protector. And these five games I bought. And it can be yours. But we need to get to 150 subscribers. So what I need all of the fans of this show, fans of Avery Mason, fans of Phil Hunt to do is I need you to subscribe to this podcast. I need you to follow me and Phil Hunt on our social media. You can follow Phil at I am Phil Hunt on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me, the Avery Mason on Twitter, Avery Mason official on Instagram. I need you to post Something on one of our social media channels with the hashtag, but I don't know though, just so I know it's real. That way we know you're following and you're listening. All right. And once we get to 150 subscribers, I'm going to pick one of you. I'm going to pack this Nintendo Switch up because it's really just sitting in the case. And I'm going to send it to you with all the games I bought for it. All right. So if you're down with that, then I got two words for you. Follow me right now. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you soon on the next episode of But I Don't Know, Though.